on TV, online, and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Artificial intelligence is reaching nearly every corner of our everyday lives and now is being used beyond our world. AI is having a hand in controlling everything from satellites in space to directions for your daily commute. The technology is seemingly here to stay. So what exactly is spatial artificial intelligence? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's get started. This is In America Today. From the Ticker News Studios in New York City. According to reports, Chinese researchers allowed AI to control a satellite's camera for a full day to take photos of different locations on Earth. The experiment wanted the technology to autonomously choose its own targets, and the research team says it's unclear why it selected the locations it did. Last fall, an Italian company and a Swedish startup collaborated on a satellite carrier that used learning software from an Amazon Web Services machine to process and transmit images from space. So while equipping a satellite with artificial intelligence for taking images of Earth is nothing new, the exercise is proof of China's continued push toward dominance in the metaverse. Here is Elon Musk speaking about AI. You know, if if we do get to the sort of like magic genie situation where um, you can ask the AI for for anything, and let's say it's even the benign scenario. Let's say it's a benign scenario. How do we actually find fulfillment? You know, it's uh, how do we find meaning in life if uh, the AI could do your job better than you can? For more, let's bring in Oz Sultan, the chief strategist with the Sultan Interactive Group. Oz, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So for people who are unfamiliar with spatial artificial intelligence, what is it and how can it be used for good? So spatial artificial intelligence allows you to basically craft um, images or realities around yourself. So it's, it's the graphical aspect of what we saw with chat GPT a couple of weeks ago or months ago, where people could spit out, you know, uh, term papers or, you know, even pass the bar with ChatGPT. What you have now inside of spatial artificial intelligence is the ability to create uh, an image, to create a background, and in some cases to create video or uh, rendered gaming environments um, pretty much around you. There's a, a video that's circulating uh, the web today that has a, a picture of a, a, a girl sort of like leaning back, and she uses Adobe Spatial AI, uh, which is included in Acrobat. To, so it's like, okay, um, put a hospital gown on me, uh, mess my hair up, uh, put a picture of uh, a girl in the background. And so all of a sudden, it's gone from a, a picture of her reclining in what looked like a sofa to what looks like a picture of her in the hospital with a nurse next to her. And then she shows uh, a video clip of her uploading that to her boss saying she's sick. So the the spatial impact is huge because it's everything from significant deep fakes to, you know, comedies where people are putting their own faces on, um, on celebrities uh, to things that could be a little bit more nefarious and affecting your daily life. 
So we are seeing this popping up everywhere. Of course, with technology, it can be used for something that is extremely helpful and good, but also, as you had mentioned, quite nefarious. So how dangerous is this new technology? Well, for people that aren't aware that this actually exists, and you figure there's 330 some odd million Americans, and I would say maybe about 100 million are fully aware of like what's going on you know, with AI and the, the AI market. You have a lot of people that could be faked, that could be deep faked, that could be made to believe things that are not true, um, that could be scammed, uh, that could be could have their privacy violated simply because you can literally take if you have an image of somebody, you can take the, the tools that are inside of Adobe's AI and you can literally recreate the environments around you. You can say, OK, well, here's a picture of them in Paris yesterday. And the picture itself is artificially generated, but it would look pretty authentic that they were in, in Paris. And it does some very good stitching in between the foreground and the background. So it's almost seamless. So it doesn't look like CGI or edited pictures that we had a couple of years ago. It actually looks real. So, you know, there's there's those sort of societal impacts. Um, but then there's also the impacts that you're seeing on artists and creators nowadays. So they're saying that, you know, not only the AI is stealing their work, but they're they're also using their work as sort of inspiration and cloning their work. So, you know, the Writers Guild strike, um, you know, a lot of artists that are talking about the impacts of artificial intelligence and even producers nowadays. I mean, we're looking at a multitude of different industries that typically had creative aspects to them that can now be realistically duplicated in largesse simply by putting prompts into an artificial intelligence engine. So this is a great PSA heading into some of the election cycles, of course, in the United States for the presidential election to be aware. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. for the consumers to do more research and their due diligence to make sure that maybe what they are viewing is in fact correct. But I mean, that even sounds so difficult. How can a regular person try to confirm what they're seeing is fact, not fiction? One is you're going to have to, you know, DYOR, do your own research. Um, you know, in many cases, it's going on the web and just verifying that, like, is this accurate? Uh, but if it's personal things and if it's something such as like someone faking a sick day, you know, faking they're in the hospital, faking a car crash, faking a hundred different things, um, that could be very dangerous. Um, not in the sense of like creating actual danger, but in the sense that, you know, that it's a fabricated reality that allows you to kind of cheat at things. Um, and the, the opposite side of this, you know, there's the very real dangers. Like we had uh, an AI image of, we talked about this before, the Pope in a puffy coat and people are like, oh my God, uh, there were, you know, deep fakes of the Pope doing certain things at a bishop's conference. There've been deep fakes of Donald Trump. There've been deep fakes of Joe Biden. You know, it's it's these types of things that can get into the ether and be syndicated through social media without anyone verifying them that could create a big problem. Um, we've talked previously about putting watermarks in these things and, and, and making, you know, OpenAI and Adobe and a bunch of other platforms that are leveraging spatial AI watermark it, but that's not there. And uh, the, the last thing I'll, I'll sort of comment on this is think about the fact that OpenAI went to Congress and said, listen, we need your help with regulation on this. And that's the first time in history that you've had the technologists coming to the regulators first, as opposed to the opposite happening. 
So what do you make about this situation where it is unregulated? We are seeing these CEOs, leaders in the industry asking for regulation. And then we're also seeing titans like Elon Musk and others calling for this to completely pause for some six months or more until this is figured out. What do you think is a possibility of what could happen? It's unlikely that they're going to pause as much as they say pause, um, because unfortunately, you know, progress comes with a cost. And, and I think a lot of these companies aren't willing to to turn off the revenues that they have, which are now in the six to seven figure range uh, on a weekly basis. Um, the the thought process I have is sort of threefold. One is that you need sort of a, an ethical code of conduct uh, for the utilization of artificial intelligence. And that should be something um, that the AI companies push out and they just have you sort of like sign in addition to terms of service. Um, but it's, it's really more of something that, that you know, people are going to have to consciously sort of police. Um, secondarily, you know, the AI companies themselves should be uh, putting together some sort of ethical standards guideline for this. And lastly, you know, I think what we need is we need sort of bumper bowling type guidelines from Congress and from other legislative bodies across the United States. Um, take a look at what the EU is doing. Take a look at the fact that the Chinese have rolled out, you know, their own frameworks. A lot of what they, they see is the the ability and the danger of AI to kind of warp reality. Um, and those are the things that we really kind of have to to prevent. Um, but then, you know, think about the impacts of like cyber bullying or things like that. Uh, fake videos that could be created of a 16 year old unbeknownst to them that, you know, then gets circulated across schools. Um, there's there's a significant danger here. And I think we're just starting to see this bubble up. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us as Sultan. More ticker news right after this.